Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and welcome to a special video edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. We're going to do a demo. We're going to explain to you all about the Nareva Span workspace. Uh, we talk a lot about the Span. I use the Span in my classroom at the University of North Carolina. We're putting in a Span in our brand new offices that we're moving into in 2019 here at Rave. And uh, I'm excited to be joined by Rick Kennedy, uh, Nareva's Director of Customer Experience. Uh, Rick, how are you? Just great, Gary. Thanks. Well, thanks for joining me. We're in a we're in we're we're connected to Canada. You're in a span a room with a span system and an HDL 300, which is what we're using for audio. On your end, uh, talk a little bit first off. Introduce everyone that don't that doesn't know what Nareva span is and what the workspace is. Sure. So, um, so I'll, I'll talk about a couple things. First of all, I'll I'll talk about audio uh, just before we we jump into the span system. And the reason being is because I can be anywhere in this room, and it's a fairly large room, probably 25 feet long or so feet wide and the, the whole idea here is I can be anywhere in this room I can walk around I can you know, be uh, at the interactive wall and, and and collaborating everyone can hear me who's remote so it, it, it provides that kind of uh, functionality the, uh, the the span system in particular we'll start off with the uh, th this is the type of wall that I'm standing at so I have a large uh, interactive wall which is 15 feet wide four feet high so it gives me lots of, of, real, of screen real estate. So I can bring lots of content in. But one of the critical things about the system is I can be anywhere on any device and collaborating effectively, real time, or either synchronously or asynchronously. So I can, I can be on a, uh, on a tablet, I can be on a smartphone, or I can be on a laptop and I can be uh, interacting directly with people who are in this room interacting at the wall. So there's a lot of different ways to, to connect and collaborate. And here's an example of a, this is just simply a, a large interactive uh, display. Again, it's just another endpoint as far as, far as uh, our software is concerned. And as you can see, I can scroll across and I have lots of content here. In, a, in It's essentially a horizontal canvas up to 200 feet wide. So I can have lots of content here. And so, you know, the first question is, is why do people use this? Well, fundamentally, there's two things that uh, organizations see value in. Number one is to get better results. And how do they get better results? First of all, I can adapt this in terms of the workflows to my own business challenges. And so I'm not constrained by what the software requires me to do. I can actually design my own workflow. Um, I can contribute from anywhere on any device. I can improve transparency by making this available to uh, just by inviting them into this canvas and to, to that point I can even invite senior executives or a CEO in as view only so they can't actually change something but they can view it so they can get uh, live updates in fact I'm actually connected to this canvas now and I can uh, post a note uh, here I'm gonna just uh, since you're since you're there I'm gonna post a little note here and it'll appear on your canvas there you go. So I just said hello. Once so here, I, of course, I, I can move real it around or, or Gary can move it around. Yeah, I can move it myself by just moving the mouse around. And so I'm actually collaborating with just a Safari browser into the canvas, but I can also do it with my phone, which, which I've done in my class as well, where I've sent content. You can send a note, collaborate uh, remotely, or uh, while in the room, multiple people. I think maybe 10 can be touching it at the same time. Uh, no, actually, twenty on each on each one, so we can have a lot of people up at this wall. Uh, okay. More than is practical to be standing at this large surface. Yeah, I, I love this product. It's it's like like you said, it's like a big digital canvas 
virtual 200 foot wide canvas and you can display as much of it as you want. In your case there in your room, it looks like you have two projectors. So I guess you're displaying about 20 feet of it. Uh, yeah, this is this is 15 feet. I can see at one time, but I can okay. actually stitch more of these together. So I could put up to eight of these to create up to a 60 foot wall. So I, I can uh, I can wrap the room in, in fact into interactivity. Yep, and this is a, so this is basically like a big digital canvas, and uh, the collaboration is very simple. So keep I sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. No worries, Gary. So uh, one of the other things that uh, people look for is is speed. They want to be able to improve. One of the things about this, because this is cloud-based, it's always on, always available all from any device, from anywhere. And one of the values of that is to be able to not have to wait for people to get together and schedule a meeting. And, and uh, particularly if it's a large group of uh, folks who need to get together in a room, it can be challenging. This technology allows you to start anytime from anywhere. So it basically opens it up so that there's, uh, it eliminates lag. I've got a couple of examples here, and I'll just show you. And these are blurred for confidentiality because these are actually real examples of what people are doing with the system. And so there's three of them. The top one is um, is a design session, and as you can see, there's lots of imagery and, and uh, image artifacts in the canvas. So that's one example. The one in the center is actually a, an, an agile workflow. So it uses a combination of empathy map and uh, and customer journey map and ultimately into uh, an agile process of managing a, a particular project. The bottom one is actually one of our internal sessions. And as you can see, there's not only a lot of notes in here in terms of actions. We use color to identify you know, whether something is, is, it has meaning. It might be uh, particularly important, so we change color. But also the ability to bring in other types of resources. As you can see, there's spreadsheets and, other, and graphs and other things that can be brought in. And that information is, contact, is, is great for context when, when reviewing this uh, particular project. So as you can see that the design is quite different depending on how the, the technology is used. And then what I'll do is I'll just go into a few sort of the- So, so the bottom one is like a pro, like middle's agile project management, the bottom one's more like traditional project management. That's right. So it, it essentially is our, you know, our go-to-market sessions where we, that we have every two weeks. Yeah. So we have a collection of about 15 people that join that session, both remotely, because we have folks in Europe, uh, as well as here in, in Calgary, and uh, we collaborate together on, on that project. And it, it basically uh, improves accountability. People are making commitments uh, in terms of what they need to be able to do, and, uh, and so on. Yeah, I'm moving and, around your text. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. It's the advantage of, of being able to collaborate remotely. So what I've identified is, is some of the key ways in which our, 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 our customers are using our technology. And what I've done is I've provided some examples of, of uh, images, and this, in this particular case, for consulting or facilitation. An example would be developing a strategic plan or something like that. One of the things that the technology enables is the ability to create customized templates. So you can, again, create your own workflows. So if we take this type of process, and this has obvious constraints, everybody has to be in the same room, same time, and so that, that's a bit of a challenge. But what if you could do this type of work uh, anywhere, anytime? And so the ability to create a custom template, and this is just simply uh, a variety of different technologies and how those technologies might affect our business. So this is an example of how a consultant might use this in a, in a, in a real environment. 
And so I can actually move things around. We can have a discussion about uh, what's appropriate. And in my case, I'm moving stuff around as well. I'm moving robotics over to the future consideration. Right. So, and this is, and I mean, this is very simple to create these types of custom templates. And that's why consultants love this technology is because they can take their own intellectual property and sort of convert it into this type of a form and, and uh, capitalize on the advantages that the technology can provide. So uh, a second use case is, is design. In this particular case, this is design around construction, but it gives you a sense for the different types of resources and artifacts that can be brought in. And so exam an example is this, uh, you know, bringing up a Google map and doing a site plan. And this brings up the uh, satellite image and then a zoomed in version. But I can also set up things like links, so I can I can jump into um, another application, and it'll take me to that. As you can see, I've got an error in the. But but you, what I can do is I can attach a, a link here to, uh, and let's just add it maps. Google.com, and so. Once I execute that, it'll bring me to Google Maps, and then I can navigate with Google Maps. Now, essentially, so I can navigate, I can move around, I can zoom in and zoom out, so I can do those types of things. Um, and and what that allows me to do is to make the canvas more three-dimensional, so I can jump in and bring other resources into this. And that's one yeah, of the key because it's Windows compatible. Any Windows app can basically be brought into the canvas for the most that's part. Right. And then once I bring that, that application up, and, and by the way, I mean, I, I use Google Maps as an example, but that could be AutoCAD, it could be, uh, you know, a three-dimensional model, it could be any type of uh, application. Once it's here, I can do two things. I can capture from it, so I can capture an image, bring it into the canvas as a permanent artifact, but I can also share that so that you and everybody else who's connected to this particular canvas can see that content live. So again, it makes, it makes the whole idea of three-dimensional. And you can see in a design session, you would be bringing in a lot of different types of resources, artifacts, and, and, and other things. Yeah. Um, one of the other things we could also do is, is if I wanted to open something up and mark it up, you can do the same thing. So I can mark it up at the same time as you. So if you double tap on that object, we can be marking up together. I think I double tapped on the word site planning. Hold on here. Okay, so there you go. I'll do it. There you go. So I'm drawing a little circle here. I'm doing a bad job of marking it up, but <laughs> there you yeah, go. But there's you my get, circle. You get the idea. So the whole idea is is we can actually have a conversation like this while we're actually both marking uh, up something uh, simultaneously. So it allows us to co-create, uh, which is um, you know sort of critical in the design process. And higher education, I know this is something you're very familiar with, Gary, mm -hmm. um, in terms of, um, you know, some of the critical challenges that we see in education. And these are some examples of some of the uh, deployments that we have in, in higher education. One of the, there's a couple of critical things up on the top in blue. Um, creating interactivity within the classroom has all kinds of benefits in terms of getting students engaged in the learning process. Uh, leading to active learning uh, design classrooms, designed specifically around uh, active learning. And then the second thing is extending the classroom. And what I mean by that is the ability to bring others into, into the discussion. 
So, and I use it for all three of those purposes. Actually, I'm a good example of all three because that way students can collaborate remotely if they're in their dorm room or if they're unable to make it to class. I can have guest speakers come in and collaborate on projects. Um, I use it as an active learning piece. And then also it does uh, add interactivity so students have to get up and, uh, and participate in the class. And, and just, just uh, one further comment on extending the classroom. You can imagine if I have a classroom like this one, and another classroom here in a different place, they could be looking at the same thing, same time. So you can actually have two classrooms, multiple locations. So if you have a, a subject matter expert who's a, a scarce resource, which is in this case you, Gary, um, you would be able to extend out so that you can actually have a satellite classroom involved in the discussion. So you can imagine the, the possibilities with something like that. Yep. Uh, one other example is, uh, is, is its use in Agile and Scrum, and, and this is an example, and, and I know this is, uh, we're doing this very quickly, but it, this is an example of a typical analog Scrum board um, where there's a backlog, there's user stories, tasks to do, work in progress, tasks done, and so on. Um, basically, what we've done is just create an example of how you might do that in a digital environment. So this is an example where we have a, a user story partially filled in, I can complete this once I'm done. I then drag that story in here, and I probably am gonna to need to break that down into individual tasks. And then once I've done that, I may want to go into a, uh, uh, go in with the team and determine what, is the, what are the priorities based on, um, based on business value and level of effort, and where should we place that particular object what that'll do is help inform where we go to the next phase, which is let's develop or let's design the next sprint. So where do we go from there? So uh, I have my user stories. I have all the individual tasks along with the status of, of where they are in, 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 uh, in the process. And then finally, um, I have an example of a, this would be a simple retrospective. What went well, what could be improved, both in terms of people, process, and technology, and then actions. And then one of the things about this is all of this information, depending on where it's stored, which box it's in, we export this out so that that information goes out in an Excel, uh, an Excel document, which organizes the content based on the, um, based on the box that it's sitting in. Is that, a these, is that a custom template or is that a built-in template that does that? No, th this was created uh, with PowerPoint. So we created the, the framework in PowerPoint. And uh -huh. what we do is we put intelligent groups on top okay. of the image. And that, that essentially creates a template. Okay. Very interesting. Um, and I think a lot of people could benefit from, from uh, this as just a project management piece. Yeah. And then we've got, uh, we've got one, other, one other application where we see a lot of, um, a lot of interest in our technology. And as you can see, there's a, you know, this is lean construction, but it fundamentally at its core is lean. So it's about managing a, a particular task and process. And so as you can see, the, the whiteboards in all of these cases are, you know, that's your framework. So that's something that you have the ability to design within the SPAN system. And then, um, and then the artifacts are, are the post, in this case, post-it notes. Um, and we use a combination of notes but also custom images in order to recreate this in a digital environment. And so 
you can imagine the impact these these images everyone has to be in the same room at the same time right. in order for that to work and that's problematic in a construction project where the construction trailer might be a mile away from the actual uh, work being done so that that issue of, of, of being able to connect on any device I can be on a tablet right at where the work's being done and I have access to relevant information if this is in digital form and this is just a simple example of what that might look like in a, right. and, and the nice thing about this for those that haven't caught on they can see that set of post-it notes and notes I should say for each zone both on a, a tablet and a desktop computer as well as their phone they can pull it up That's as right. well yeah. and not only can they view it they can actually modify it yeah they can edit it Okay. I can so, I can move one now. Exactly. So, there you go. so, yeah, and this is a great demo. I think a lot of people don't realize, um, you know, you don't you don't have a feel for how important or how revolutionary the concept of using a digital canvas as a um, focal point is until you start using it. Like you don't. It's almost like you don't know you need it until you've started using it, and then you realize how much you needed it. I kind of uh, have, you know. Uh, kind of compared this to um, things like when the iPhone was invented, when, when Steve Jobs held it in front of everybody, everybody's like, well, we already have a phone. But then when you started playing around with it and you realized, well, it's more than a phone, it's also a little computer and it's also a, uh, it's also a, a web browser and it's also a you know, change calculator, it's also a flashlight, then all of a sudden, like wow this thing is awesome it replaces oh by the way it's a camera so it replaces two or three things that i was using before this is the same kind of thing it replaces a whiteboard it replaces a projector and it replaces the software tools required for project management and teaching and the interesting thing here is, is people um have their own way of doing things and, and you know i'll use lean as an example in, in any lean kanban if you look at um Kanbans from different organizations within a large company. Everyone's different. Everyone's unique to the process. And that ability to create your own workflow and design your own templates uh, is critical to these processes. Because you can see even in Lean Construction, there's four examples. They're similar, but they're all different. Yeah. And that, you know, that's an important consideration to be able to design according to how you need to be able to work. Yeah, and this is all, you can see all this at Nareva.com, N-U-R-E-V-A.com. Um, and uh, we've been talking about the Nareva Span work workspace. Um, and uh, it's constantly updated. By the way, our, our Span gets software updates all the time. New features are added to it, and it does it on its own. Uh, all of a sudden, you turn it on, there's a new function, um, which is nice. Uh, I, I'm, I know that there's a way to make it where you automate that or also make it where you have to do it, um, you have to make it as an action. But I like the fact that it's automatically updated. And when you added templates, uh, I think that was either earlier this year or late last year, that really changed everything for us. Uh, because before that, you you sort of had to use the stuff that you had already there. But the fact that you have the ability to do customized templates now is a big game changer. Absolutely. Yep. So I've been talking to Rick Kennedy. Rick is the uh, Director of Customer Experience at uh, Nareva. Rick, thank you very much for joining me. To get more information on Nareva Span, go to Nareva.com and go to the Span link. And the HDL 300 is the audio. That's the, if you don't mind pointing up to that, uh, Rick, so you can see where that is in the room. It's in between the two Span systems. There, it's a little black. It looks like a sound bar. That's the HDL 300. That's the audio system he's been using. Of course, I've been using my handy-dandy microphone here. And by the way, the reason I was looking 
multiple directions as he's working is I've got multiple monitors here. So I actually have the span session that he's using open on my desktop in real time simultaneous while being on this Zoom conference. So that's sort of how we were collaborating. Um, and for all my AV friends out there, I apologize for wearing a checkered shirt today. Cannot believe I actually did that for a video, for a video call because I do know I should not have worn a checkered shirt. So thanks for uh, struggling along through my checkered shirt day and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening and you can see all of our podcasts and videocasts at raypubs.com.